are listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm Sherry Kropp. And I'm Gab McRoberts, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Fable 411. And I'm Gab McRoberts, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Fable 411. On this episode, we're going to be talking with Robert Van Gans. He is the economic guru, the head of the Fable Cumberland Economic Development Corporation. And we're here to kind of talk about all the big announcements that have come out recently about some of the businesses coming to town and also kind of get an insight of what we might be able to expect in the months ahead. So, Robert, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Now, I guess, well, let's start with the, uh, the first thing. You guys had a lot of big announcements over the past 12 months. Kind of give me a, uh, some insight of what you've been announcing. Sure. Economic development projects take time to mature. So, we've seen Amazon announce and now nearly complete two different projects. Projects, Metronet building their new fiber optic network here. We've had everything from cryptocurrency companies like Plan C, which we look forward to cutting the ribbon on in September, uh, to Fortuna BMC providing remote work jobs, uh, hiring a number of military spouses, uh, all the way around to your traditional manufacturers and distribution operations growing. And, and how many, uh, what type of investment are we looking at here, like in millions of dollars and as far as jobs? Sure. Uh, combined over the last few years, we've seen more than $400 million and 4,000 jobs created. Uh, I'd encourage anyone looking for work today, there's probably no better time. Uh, on our website, fayadc.com, or with the Workforce Development Commission, you'll be able to find uh, lots of opportunities for yourself, your family, and your friends. Uh, we're, again, we're looking at more than almost half a billion dollars worth of new tax base. I know it seems like we're being highly competitive for bringing the businesses to our area, especially um, why is it that people or businesses want to do business here in in our area? You know, I think it's a combination of factors. Uh, Really, uh, I like to think that you need a community where you have uh, the the capacity, the opportunity, and the accessibility. Uh, We've got a great workforce here. We have uh, Fort Bragg and the people that it brings every year. And in these times of tight talent, uh, often referred to as the talent wars, uh, that's an edge for us. Uh, We've got land that's yet to be developed, whereas some of our larger peers like Raleigh and Durham are reaching maximum capacity. And we've got Main Street USA 95 and now the 295 loop coming through our community from a logistics and accessibility perspective. So I think a lot of good things have come together, but most importantly, we have leadership at the city and the county level, at the staff level, that's committed to helping companies grow, helping our existing companies stay here and create jobs. And at the end of the day, that's probably the deciding factor. I mean, that's the the secret recipe it takes is having that can-do attitude uh, and getting to a yes. And uh, Robert, I know recently, uh, very recently, there was an announcement about um, a a huge company or corporation coming here to Fayetteville. Let's talk about that. Sure. Yeah. NVR uh, is the name of the company. Many are familiar with Ryan Homes, which is one of the brand of homes they manufacture, announced a $25 million component manufacturing operation where they will actually build the wall panels and systems that go in to the homes they build. Uh, we announced it at 189 jobs. The company expects to hire more than 200 when they hit full employment. Uh, this was an exciting project for us. Uh, it's great for the city in the sense of it is on the edge on Dunn Road. So we annexed in property, growing the size of the city. And in the future, with the grants we were able to secure, 
Uh, there's nothing I like more than getting OPM, which is other people's money, to come here to Fayetteville and Cumberland County <laughs> to help us grow. Uh, we'll be adding hundreds of acres of new development. We already have a second tenant uh, that we're getting ready to announce going in there. And with the help of NCDOT and the Department of Commerce, we'll add water, sewer, and a new industrial access road. And we look forward to creating a number of new jobs here going forward. And it sounds like there's a lot of growth uh, potential there for future growth as well for other businesses. There is. And that is something that uh, we have been active in the last few years. And we've eaten up the existing inventory we had. The Cedar Creek Industrial Park has Campbell's Soup. We have another couple hundred thousand square feet of private sector spec building about to go up. Uh, We've seen things in the county-owned CIC complete and build out with one site left. And right now we have a lot of really large projects, uh, many over a billion dollars in investment size, looking at the few sites we have left. So anytime we can add to our industrial inventory, we need that. Uh, There are no large vacant buildings. There's no large tracts of land that aren't getting uh, heavily looked at. So if it's got infrastructure and a decent road, we're seeing someone check it out. Well, we are blessed with huge tracts of land that uh, people can come and invest in. Yeah, absolutely. And now is a great time for us here in Fayetteville and Cumberland County. The winds on some of the mega sites, which for those that aren't familiar, are sites of a thousand acres and more. We don't quite have one of those, but we wish we did, uh, that have landed things like VinFast. We're seeing a number of these suppliers and the component companies looking at us. Uh, In the last few months, we've had more than five projects worth a billion dollars each on the ground here, checking out sites. And we're working right now to respond to a $2 billion prospect. And it is great to see that these uh, new businesses and industries that are coming in, they are located all throughout the city. Like we have the Amazon um, that is on, what is that? The, right the, by 295 yeah. Yeah, in Bragg. And then now with the NVR coming in over in the Dunn Road area and the Cedar Creek area, is the industrial park pretty much full now? The, the It is all spoken for, but they are building out in Cedar Creek. That's where some of our new spec buildings are going. If you're referring to the military business park, where Amazon is going, uh, we have uh, a project. The developers have one on the hook, and we do have one vacant lot left, and they have a number of other smaller projects happening out there. So the military business park is all but spoken for with one lot remaining now, which I think is a uh, something It's an overnight success, uh, 15 years in the making. Now, when you talk about other people's money, can you get, kind of give me an explanation or, or uh, give me a little bit more in depth by what you mean by that? Absolutely. We, we realize that our community wants to keep its tax rates as low as possible, and that the city and the county, uh, th- th- there's a lot of needs for our citizens from education to public services. So wherever we can, uh, we want to be aggressive in going out and attracting capital for public projects. Uh, recently, we were awarded a grant by the North Carolina Southeast Economic Development Corporation, where they are providing funds for us to connect an access road through a county-owned site. Golden Leaf provided us a million dollars to help grade that to make it more marketable. Uh, So many projects have such a short timeline these days. And they also provide us a million dollars to improve uh, sewer capacity out at the airport. And I think that our airport and the surrounding area really can be our next industrial growth corridor. We're talking to a number of aviation businesses, everything from drone manufacturing to military contractors. And with the improvements out there from both a passenger standpoint, with the main terminal renovations and expansions, to the increase in hangars and private operations, I think there's a lot more that we can do there, both in terms of jobs and tax base. It's all about that growth potential. Absolutely. And I think there's probably no better time uh, to be in Fayetteville uh, with the things, the, the open road we have ahead of us and with when we look at our competitive nature and that talent we have that so few do. And, you know, it certainly has to make it uh, look more attractive to um, 
the the college students that graduate because um, in years past they have graduated and searched for jobs in other areas like the Triangle, Raleigh, things like that. But with all of these new businesses coming in and the availability of jobs, it will make it definitely more attractive for, for them to stay here right here in our area. Absolutely. Retaining the talent that we grow at our universities, retaining the talent from those that serve in the military, uh, they are all so important for us here. And I think we're doing some incredible things partnering with FTCC, FSU, and with the work of Methodists to try to make this a place where people come to learn, then they come to stay, and they build a life for them and their families. And, I, and I, especially when you have so many businesses, high-tech businesses opening up uh, their shops you know, in Fable, it really helps too when you're trying to find that internship. Because I remember when I was in college, that internship was so key to getting that first job out of college. Absolutely. And I think nothing breeds success like success. It is the best marketing we've had. When we announced our cryptocurrency project, we received two calls from server farms and other data operations saying, you know, we weren't thinking about Fayetteville, but we read this article today. And so as we can continue to build on this, uh, we can see exponential growth going forward. So, Robert, for people who are interested in learning more about um, completed projects and upcoming projects, where can they go to get that information? The best place to go is our website, which is www.fayedc.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. We're not as big on Instagram as we probably should be, uh, but we definitely uh, are out there in every platform. But please, if that doesn't work, feel free to call our office at 910-500-6464 and any member of the staff will be happy to talk to you about what's going on or new job opportunities. Well, I guess uh, we've talked a little bit about our past accomplishments. I want to kind of turn our our eyes looking forward. So when you look in the years ahead, what is the strategy and what type of businesses are you going to be looking at and attracting to our area? Yeah, I think that we need to continue to uh, not uh, dance with the one that brought you. We have a lot of opportunity in the world of robotics, cybersecurity, software development, medical device tied to the unique operations hosted at Fort Bragg. Uh, We just hosted here in Fayetteville the first time that the AUSA, which is uh, Warfighter Conference, the first time it's been held outside of DC was just a few weeks ago here in Fayetteville. Uh, Connecting with these companies, we pay billions of dollars as federal taxpayers for these military contractors. Our soldiers use their supplies. We would love to have them all manufactured and are indeed and developed here in, in favor. So we want to continue to explore that, partnering up with international companies that are ally in our allied nations. Logistics continue to be a driver. Uh, the you know, They don't make much more interstate, so they don't make more interstate frontage property. Between that and our ties to the port and working with our rail railroads, we've got some great potential there. But we also want to explore this next generation of renewable energy technologies, both in the material development, but the application. We would be a great place for innovative companies to deploy their test products working with PwC. So those are just some of the examples I see uh, for us going forward. And I think conversely, Uh, We want to be able to increase our local supplier base for the city, the county, the institutions we have here. Uh, There's a lot of opportunities to retain and capture local spending that we're still missing out on. I know that's a goal for the city, for the county, for PwC, for our hospital. So over the year ahead, uh, we look forward to deploy funds to help grow that supplier base. So when we do get a win like NVR, that those dollars are able to be kept here locally. What goes through your head when you hear about, you know, you hear the headlines 
uh, coming out saying, you know, the U.S. needs to invest more in infrastructure such as uh, chip manufacturing. Like, you know, how can we get those businesses to look at Fable? Yeah, I think you raise a, a great point there. Uh, for me, some people are uh, very much on one extreme or the other when it comes to economic policy. But I've found that when you have that true public-private partnership is when our nation prospers the most. And I think ensuring things like chip manufacturing are done here in the U.S. protects us from uh, disturbances in the global marketplace, whether it be a supply chain issue or some sort of more nefarious event. And so that uh, bodes very well for us and bodes very well for North Carolina. And a lot of the raw materials that will go into some of those things, renewable energy batteries and the like, actually are able to be mined or produced here. Uh, so we'll look forward to being part of that conversation. And we'd love to see something like that uh, along the 295 corridor. Well, a lot of great things happening in our area. And we want to thank you for coming on the Fayetteville 411 today to uh, give us an update on that. Thank you so much. We appreciate you helping us spread the good word. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fayetteville 411. The Fayetteville 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fayetteville. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fayetteville on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play music podcast portal. Radio Fayetteville is also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn. And you can listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fade TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. And you can view all of our video content by visiting FadeTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our website at fableNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.